Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I am here to help you prepare your mind, body, and team to best support you during your birth experience. still pregnant. I'm 41 weeks and I don't know, two days today. I'm a little late on the podcast. Sorry. Life is crazy right now, but I wanted to pop on here and talk to you guys about what I'm going through right now, because obviously this isn't what we expected. Um, it's not a problem, but it's not what we expected. So we're having to navigate things differently. I'm having thoughts come up, fears come up. I'm having to do the work that I do with my clients all the time with myself right now. And I wanted to just share that with you guys and talk to you guys about what I'm doing to help myself and how I'm preparing and how I'm navigating this tricky little situation that I'm in. (laughs) Just a quick little trigger warning. I am going to be talking about a previous loss that I have had. That loss is part of the fuel that is fueling some of these negative thoughts that I keep having. So I had a loss earlier last year, right before I got pregnant this time. And it was my first loss. It was very devastating. It was very heartbreaking. I was nine weeks along. Um, It was devastating to me, right? And I didn't really have a lot of time to grieve that before I became pregnant again, Um, which is great, right? Very grateful for another life to nourish and to... Um, grow and have hopefully in my hands very soon. (laughs) But um, that doesn't negate the fact that I went through that experience and I lost a little life in that experience. So the reoccurring thought this pregnancy is I'm never going to meet this baby because I didn't get to meet the last baby, right? I had a hard time coming to terms with that, that I will never meet that baby. And it's still something that I struggle with, obviously. And it's something that I've struggled with during this pregnancy. Now around the nine week point where I had miscarried, it got a little, you know, got a little easier to breathe. I was like, okay, we passed that point. Great. Perfect. And then the halfway mark, I'm like, okay, great. We're halfway. It's great. Awesome. Viability week, 24 weeks. Great. We made it to viability. This is awesome. She's, you know, the, the thoughts were a little bit easier every time one of these milestones hit, right? And these thoughts haven't been coming up as much. And obviously I've been doing the thought work and trying to help my mindset around these things and trying to give myself the data and um, all of that and the peace of mind that I need to navigate this pregnancy. But with this new circumstance, which is I'm late, quote unquote, I'm not actually late. This is still a normal variation of pregnancy, but I am later than I thought I would be, right? My last baby I delivered before my due date. I was thinking, you know, around the due date this time, but now I'm over a week late, quote unquote. And, um, it's been different, right? There's a lot of conversations that start coming up. There's a lot of different options that might be on the table soon in order to stay in control of my birth experience and create an experience that I'm going to enjoy for myself and something that is, you know, best case scenario based on my wants and needs for my birth experience. I have to navigate this now. I have to answer all these questions. I have to keep my mindset in check. I have to possibly make some new decisions here. I might have to have an induction. I might have to have a hospital birth. I might have to get a membrane sweep. I might have to do some things that I might not have originally planned on. And I have to figure that out and navigate that and figure out when I'm calling things, when I'm going to be doing things, why I'm going to be doing things, how I feel about doing those things. I am in charge of all that. And so are you in your experience. And I don't know what your experience is going to look like. We can plan for what we think it's going to look like. That's what I did. And now it looks different than what I thought. It's not a bad thing. It's just something that it's different that I'm having to navigate differently than what I originally planned on. 
This is why it's so incredibly important to be informed because I have all of the information that I need to make these decisions. Like this isn't a life or death crisis situation. I am just navigating things a little differently. Yeah, some negative thoughts are coming up. I'm having to work on those. And that's not a problem because again, I've prepared for this. I have planned for this. I've educated myself on this. And I know going past your due date is not a life or death situation. And it can feel like that, though, to some people, right? Especially with the narrative in the hospitals and all of the stuff that goes on around us. And people are like, you can't deliver past 40 weeks. You can't deliver past 41 weeks. You can't deliver past 42 weeks. There's so many different rules. There's so many different narratives. And it's like, which one do you listen to? Which one are you trusting? Which one has the data to back it up? And it's like, I don't have to do any of that work because I already know. And that's so incredibly helpful during this time. It helps with your peace of mind so much. I promise I won't go on a whole rant on informing yourself, but it's important and you should do it. And I strongly suggest you do. I would love to help you in any way that I can. I have free resources. Check them out. Anyways, moving on. So the new circumstance is I am later into gestation than I thought that I would get. This is the uh, longest I have ever been pregnant for. (laughs) And it feels like forever because with the previous loss, it literally feels like I've been pregnant for about a year. Um, because that's kind of what happened. And I am over it, very over it. I'm very impatient this time. Usually I'm like, I could be pregnant forever. Not this time. I'm like, I am ready for this baby to vacate. Obviously giving her all the time she needs and trying to be respectful of what her and my body are doing together in order to bring forth literal life. It's amazing. It's crazy. Um, So my obvious discomfort is not a problem, but a girl's ready for her body back. Okay. That's all. (laughs) So the circumstance is bringing up some new and also re-bringing up some old thoughts that I'm having to work on, right? Not a problem, just something that needs to happen. Here are some things that I'm doing to help myself during this season of my pregnancy. First, I had to sit down with myself and have a conversation with myself and show myself, hey brain, listen, here's the data on this. Yes, your risk goes up for certain things. And yes, that can be scary. And yes, we don't want that outcome, but the risk is still incredibly slim. Here's the, here are the numbers. Like here are the numbers, little brain. There's not much more risk than two days ago, right? Like there's not that much more risk than three weeks ago. You have to really show yourself. You have to give your brain evidence like, Hey brain, you're freaking out about this for almost nothing. I always relate this to like one of my kids being scared and me going, this happened literally last night. One of my, I didn't deal with it. My husband did because walking up the stairs is my enemy right now. So he walks up the stairs. She's crying. I hear her over the monitor and she is distraught, right? Not normal for my children. Obviously something is going on. She was a little sick yesterday. She was very like tired, running to stay in bed. So I just thought maybe she's not feeling well. Maybe she threw up. Something happened, right? Something is triggering this little girl. So he gets up there and figures out that she's scared, right? She's scared of something. He doesn't know what that is. So then he starts to figure out, okay, what's causing the fear here? He's taking stuff off the wall that's causing shadows. He's turning on a nightlight for her. He's doing all the things. And as soon as she had a little bit of light, as soon as she could see the things for what they were, she wasn't scared anymore. The screaming like literally immediately stopped. And this is the same thing that providing data for our brain does. It literally calms our brain down. Like, hey brain, look, this is actually what's going on here. It's not the big scary monster in the closet. It's the pile of stuffed animals. It's not a scary spider on the wall. It's the macrame art. You know, like that's what we're doing here for our brain. 
your brain's job is to keep you safe. So it makes sense that it's going to go to worst case scenario. Like, hey, we want to avoid this terrible outcome, this terrible thing, this whatever it is, right? And our brain is going to just fill in the blanks, go to worst case scenario, run rampant with your thoughts. And it's going to say, hey, we're trying to keep you safe here. We're not going to do this. But then you take your little nightlight and turn it on and show your brain, hey, brain, it's actually not what it seems. It's actually not as scary as it feels. So with the statistic of the increased risk of stillbirth, which goes up at 42 weeks, it goes up 50%, right? But your risk of stillbirth is not 50% risk. That's just your relative risk compared to what it was before you got to that point. But our brain can hear that big giant number and say, oh my gosh, we're going to lose our baby. But you actually have the wherewithal to go and find evidence and say, oh, actually, it goes from like a 0.5% to a 1% chance. And that's the 50% increase, whatever. I don't know the exact numbers. It's small. It's a very small, tiny percentage. And I have to tell my brain, hey, brain, this, these are the actual numbers. And this is why we shouldn't be as scared as you feel right now. I get it's scary. And we can choose to assume the risk or not. But this is the actual data here. Then you can get your brain in a better, more calmed state of mind to make a decision that you feel really good about. Do we feel okay with assuming this added risk right now? Or would we feel better choosing a different option? Would we feel better watching and waiting? Would we feel better seeking medical assistance? This is just a decision that you get to make, right? You might not make the same decision as me. You might have all the same information as me and make a different decision, and that's totally fine. The goal here is to not make a decision out of fear, but out of facts, right? Out of information. We're making informed decisions for ourselves. So do your brain and yourself a huge favor and shed some light on some things, answer the what ifs, answer the questions that keep coming up in your brain. I'm also continuing to have conversations with my provider as these events unfold, right? Going quote unquote overdue brings up new decisions to be made in a lot of circumstances, right? Of course, I can continue to watch and wait like I have been, but it will get to the point where I might not want to assume the added risk. And then at that point, I have the option to make a new decision. Another thing that I did the other day was go for an ultrasound test to make sure that baby was good. Fluid levels were good. Movements were fine. All of the things. And that was great for my peace of mind. It's not something I would normally opt for unless there was a benefit to myself or to my baby. And knowing that she's good and everything looks perfect and everything is, you know, passing with flying colors, that gives me more peace of mind to continue watching and waiting, which is what I want to do. I'm also continuing to have conversations with my support team and continuing to prepare for the upcoming birth of this baby. I'm asking for extra support as I need it. I needed my mom's help today to watch my kiddos while I go to another appointment that I wasn't planning on having to go to. <laughs> my husband is having to take on a lot of my load that I normally take on in the house because I'm just incapable right now. I, there's a lot of things that I can't do that I normally can or a lot of things that are a lot more difficult for me than they usually are and he's taking those over for me to make sure that I am maintaining my body and my rest and things like that, getting what I need. So making sure I'm still incredibly supported, making sure we are all still on the same page, ready for this birth experience. Like we thought we were going to go through this weeks ago, right? Like that's been um, interesting so far. I had like some prodromal labor a few weeks ago and thought, you know, today's the day. And that was um, a long time ago now. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. It wasn't that long ago. But, um, you know, we were all prepared and ready and like, okay, it can be any day. And it's been any day for three weeks now. And we're just having to continually keep things clean and keep things ready and keep things um, 
you know, up to date on everything and making sure that everything gets replenished and making sure towels stay clean and the house stays clean and we have the birth tub set up and blah, 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 all the different, you know, physical preparations that need to be done for birth. So even though I am physically and mentally very tired and very done, um, I am keeping up with my stuff, right? It's very important. I'm trying my best to give my body everything that it needs, you know, rest, water, supplements, good foods, things like that, things that are going to help me feel good and better in my body. And then for my mindset, it's not necessarily work that my brain is like, yeah, let's do this. Let's go through all this mindset shifting and work on your brain for your birth. My brain doesn't want to. Your brain likes to conserve energy. It's what it's built for. Like, hey, we might need that for an emergency situation. And my job is to keep you safe. We're not going to do that. We don't have to do that. It's not, and that's not that important. It's incredibly important. And I don't want you guys to skip that work. Okay. But your brain is going to tell you, hey, we don't have to do this. You're so tired. You're so blah, blah. It's going to come up with all the excuses in the book. And I'm here to tell you that that work is always worth it. Even if you don't get your desired outcome, even if things don't go exactly according to your plan, even if new decisions need to be made coming up, whatever the case may be, doing the mindset work is always worth it. I'm not scared for my birth experience that's coming up. Do I have some fears that have resurfaced and things that I'm just working on? Yes. But overall, I'm not scared. I'm ready. I feel very confident this time. I'm ready for my birth experience. I'm very excited to go through this again. Um, normally, I'm like, I don't want to do this. It's going to be awful. It's going to be X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And last time, it was a very magical experience, but it was still very difficult. Like, I'm not going to negate that fact at all. Like, it was very painful. It was very hard. And keeping my mindset in check was a lot. Doing it at home was scary. All of that stuff. And this time, I'm just feeling so much different about the situation. And all of that is because of the mindset work that I have done surrounding my birth experience and surrounding the decisions that I get to make for myself. And last time I did feel very in control of the situation because of the provider that I had, because of the experience that I was trying to create. Um, but this time I, I'm going into it knowing what to expect. I've had a home birth before now, so there's no like, oh, there's, there's not a lot of what ifs. There's not a lot of what do I really expect because you can read about all the things and hear all the stories and still have that little bit of, well, what is it actually going to be like? And that obviously comes with experience and not everybody has that, but um, I think it's going to serve me very well because of the work that I've done with my thoughts and all of that stuff, just navigating things a lot differently this time. So that was kind of like a nice big rambly update, but there are some things that you can take away here. You need to be answering the what ifs. You need to shed some light on the things that are coming up for you. Kind of show your brain, hey brain, this is what's actually going on. If you still want to freak out, that's totally cool. We can freak out. But like, let's freak out for a reason, not because of something that you think might be a reason, right? So really educating yourself, really filling in the blanks for your brain is going to be super helpful. Continue having conversations with your support team, with your care team, making sure you're getting the support that you want and need and deserve. All of those things. Do anything you need to for your peace of mind. Ask for extra tests, ask for extra appointments, get yourself a Doppler, whatever the case may be. If you need to do something to get your peace of mind up and show yourself, show your brain some evidence like, hey, everything's actually fine, do that. Okay, this is your experience. You can ask for that. Give back any stories that aren't serving you. Maybe it's mom's birth story, your previous story, just like when I had a previous loss. That's been really hard for me to give back. But I'm writing a new story here and I have to believe that with my whole being and say, hey, this can have a different outcome. 
this can have a different outcome than what happened last time. This can have a different outcome than what happened to so-and-so. This can have a a different outcome that happened to my best friend who went the same amount of time overdue and she had this experience, but I can have a different experience, right? This is a story that you are creating here and you have so much more control over that narrative than you think. I'm going to link my mindset workbook for you guys. I think it's an incredible tool. It has some of my favorite mindset hacks, I guess, tools, instructions, whatever you want to call them inside of them and things that I work with on my clients all the time, things that I'm working on right now with myself. And I think that they can really benefit you. So you can grab that for free. Check out the show notes. Next episode, I'm planning on sharing my birth story, but that will depend on if I have given birth yet. So... (laughs) Stay tuned. I don't know what we're going to be chatting about next week, but hopefully it's all about my amazing, awesome, super natural birth experience that I'm praying for. So stay tuned. (laughs) Keep doing the prep work, work on that mindset, keep educating yourself. We want to make informed decisions for ourselves and for our babies. It's so important. Happy prepping. Can't wait to chat with you guys again soon.